four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energize episode 29. Did you get it right this week? You got it right this week. Oh, thank God. Makes a change. Yeah. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you, Roscoe? Yeah, here with El Basmo and the champ. That's what we're unreferred to us now as. I know. Each week you like add something else in to make sure that it's just like you're a thing. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. Very energised. Yeah. Uh, today, if you've seen our Instagram or Facebook pages, we're after putting out a competition to win five t-shirts. Um, if you actually, if you haven't seen it yet, Ross, you want to explain what we're doing? So basically, what you have to do is go to our Energized page on Instagram or on Facebook, leave a comment saying what your favourite thing is about Energized, and then you're in with the draw to win a, one of our five free t-shirts. Who knows? We might give away more. We're really undecided. It will be minimum of five. And uh, yeah, just leave your favourite thing about Energized on the page. And we're going to pick five winners on Friday. Yeah. Uh, so far, the reaction has been... Uh, Unreal, to be honest. Like, yeah, so, so far, I've actually been blown away, really, to be honest. Because I was saying to Barry, I was like, right, five's plenty. And then I'm just bit like, I don't know if five's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but in fairness, like, we only run it by ourselves. So yeah. like, it's not as if, like, we have p- people, like, backing us, you know? Yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we can't really afford, exactly. like, a hundred t-shirts to give away, especially for free. And also, don't worry where you're coming from. Like, if you're coming as far as New York, San Francisco, Australia, don't worry. Everyone has equal rights of winning them. In fairness, we probably don't know straight away where you're from. We'll yeah. find out. We'll pick the winners. We won't just pick winners in Ireland. If you're not from Ireland and you're listening, of course you can still win. Yeah. I think the majority of the people that have entered aren't actually living in Ireland as well. Yeah, it's true. But, um, yeah, definitely, we're going to try our best to give out as much as we can and yeah yeah so thanks for getting involved and if you haven't yet make sure you get involved uh, the last day is Friday so we can sort of sort out the t-shirts over the weekend stuff like that and any of your mates listen don't forget to let them know about the competition as well yeah um, so that's the perfect way to start um, on today's podcast we're going to just go, go through what we got up to during the week um, also the main headlines this week were in the football world so we're going to kick off the show with the football news then the fighting world and we're going to finish off with a bit of rugby same sort of story as last week but let's see how it goes yeah yeah so Barry what did you do this week um what did I do this week um alright well as you know I'm sort of like wrapping up stuff in work and I'm going to be like leaving at the end of the month I haven't actually said it to people in work, so and I think one or two actually listen to the podcast, so they'll probably know. But it's sort of like... And they'll sit there and say nothing to you, and then pretend they don't. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's a bit weird. Very work. It's a bit weird the way they'll know, but I haven't actually told them yet. Yeah, you know it is actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is a bit weird. But like, how, how are you meant to actually like bring it up in conversation? It's like, you know what I mean? It's not really like... You know what you do? As you're walking out the door, just be like, by the way, I'm leaving at the end of the month. And then just walk out, make it like a movie, man. What, drop the mic? Yeah, yeah. Off the mic, yeah. But um, yeah, on Friday after work, I went and met one of my mates that I hadn't seen in a while called Carl Barry. Like, really, really nice guy. He just had, like, he, like I was sort of like, why well, I'm leaving work at the end of the month, and he's a real good person to talk to about like what the what I should do next, all that sort of stuff. Like a real like wise head and young shoulder sort of thing. Like, yeah, Carl's a real nice fan. Yeah, like I, I can't tell you everything. Well, even though you know, but I mean, it's sort of like it's yeah, let's get, get different perspectives. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm like I mean, and like. He's a very good person to actually get involved with and uh, just sort of see what's going on. And then uh, we had a few points of Guinness, um, went out, had a good time, met up with some of the other lads. Then um, that sort of like brings us into Saturday because on Saturday, myself and Ross went to the Irish rugby match. But um, 
you you had a quite an entertaining Friday as yourself, did you? Yeah, so I was working all day Friday, and then me and one of the girls from work went on a little date after work. Uh, went for to Alfie's for a lovely bottle of vino. We actually didn't like have a proper meal. We just sort of picked a few random starters from the menu. It was actually a bit nicer. Uh, that's actually that's a that's a, like a, a really good spot to go and actually have like for a first date. I went there for a first date as well. That's, did you? To be honest, I wasn't blown away by the food, to be honest. But no, no, it was, I, I didn't it was get nice. it. Oh, did you not? No. Good, good. The drinks are good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We just, like, picked a lot of cocktails and stuff. Yeah, so then went to the jury buildings, uh, had a few cocktails there. It's actually a really good spot. I was out in the smoking area as well. It's actually really nice in the upper uh, tiers. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I ran into uh, Finto and Ruby as well. Uh, Again? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were asking about New York. They were saying they thought it was absolutely wild what we were getting up to. Yeah. And then after that, went to Hogan's for a few points. Uh sat outside had a few points and then went home it was actually just a really good time really enjoyed myself yeah. and looking forward to the next date if she'd agree to go home with me again she's definitely not gonna yeah no yeah definitely not. <laughs> so then Saturday arrived I was in work again yeah yeah I feel yeah. like I'm always in work yeah, right? yeah 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 but then we went to the match yeah yeah, um, yeah. So we went to the Ireland rugby match. Um, we got sort of tickets very sort of last minute. Yeah. Um, we actually try and make sure we got to nearly every match. People were actually commenting on the Instagram, being like, "Lads, you got to every match," and it's like, "We well, we try to." Yeah, yeah. We make our best effort to go to every match, and like sometimes we get we get tickets uh, from like various different sources. Sometimes you have to buy the tickets, so like it's not always feasible. Yeah. Also. I work five or seven days a week, and they're not. It's not. I don't have a Monday to Friday job. Yeah. And a lot of times, I, I do work the weekends as well. So it's not always feasible that I'm not working to go to the games as well. Like I actually have to like shuffle the whole day around and work to go. Yeah. Um. But look, when you're offered tickets for Ireland versus Fiji, you can't really not take yeah. them. So you're shuffling. You're shuffling for the the, the people that support the page. Oh yeah, well a hundred percent. Like if it was just for my <coughs> own personal gain, I would have like just missed the game. But yeah. it's more so like. Me and Barry, and it's like our thing to go together. And like, I always make sure that, like, it's, it's sort of weird because when me and Barry go to games together, I'm sort of like going with my business partner, best mate, and the person who I enjoy going things with most. So yeah. it's like, like, such a win to go to an event together. Yeah, well, not many of the other lads actually like, like they do like the sport, but yeah. they never really go to the matches or try no. to go to the matches. Well. No, so, uh, and also we got uh, premium level tickets as well, which yeah. is pretty incredible as well. So yeah. it was uh, just an absolute win. You can't really turn that down, um, especially considering I had tickets for the South Africa game and I couldn't go. So that I was sent thing, Chris. Yeah. So I, like I can't like miss two games in a row. And yeah. what, what you make? Was. What you make of the way like at the rugby matches you're allowed to bring your drinks out, whereas at the football matches you're not allowed. Like, what, what you make of that? It's sort of like a socio economical class thing isn't it yeah. that like the rugby is considered much posher so you're allowed to bring your drinks out and the football is considered a bit rougher so you're not allowed to bring your points out they're just actually different rule sets set by the FAI and set by the Irish rugby um, but to me personally I think it's like or I don't want to like make rules for certain areas but I think if you're at the premium level you should be able to bring your points out no matter what that's my personal take on it. Yeah, but the thing is, if you think about it, the premier level, you have the luxury of like being able to stand sort of inside and look out through the glass at the matches. Whereas if you're in the higher tiers and you buy drinks, you can't see what's going on on the pitch. Yeah, that actually is true yeah. as well. So it's also almost like the people in the higher tiers almost deserve to be able to come out with their drinks. I think yeah. everyone deserves Yeah, it. well, I think everyone does. I think, look, everyone, like, just... If they can do it with the rugby, they should be able to do it with the football. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? There should be one real for all. Although, like, 
don't be like one real for all, no drinking, because that's terrible. Yeah, but even like a half time in the football matches, there is uh, so many people going for drinks that you're like waiting for ages. Yeah, and I'm always sweating in there. It's always so warm. Yeah, whereas in the rugby, there's no like rush to get your drink. Oh, but by the way, those points of Guinness were beautiful that game. They actually were. I couldn't believe it. it was the nicest point of Guinness ever plastic cup I've ever had in yeah. my entire life. They were, they were unreal. Unreal. They were just perfect. Yeah. So, anyway, Ireland won 23-20. It was a great time. Actually, when we arrived in there, uh, we arrived and just as like all the fireworks growing off, yeah. um, that sort of thing, because obviously I was in work, so like sort of arrived a few minutes late. Yeah. Um, and then we we actually sat down in the wrong seats because yeah, 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 yeah. what actually happened was we walked by 10 people to get to our seats and then I was like, Barry, these aren't our seats because uh, we're sitting in row M, whatever you want to call it and like you either have to go left or right and I saw two seats to the left and I was like, they must be ours yeah, yeah. and then like 15 minutes into the game the people who owned the seats actually showed up but yeah. it was too awkward to walk back by everyone so we just sat there yeah, and we yeah. actually made mates while we were sitting there as well yeah Ross was there waving the Ireland flag at people's faces saying yeah. you can't see I was just like what are you doing man I, was, I know it, it, it was good crack I was getting oh yeah but I was picking up flags for them and get, giving them yeah, like, true, wave yeah. the flags wave yeah. the flags yeah and then like you were like oh remember one of the girls beside her mum you were yeah. like oh she wants to wave the Fiji flag Yeah, that was weird as well in the rugby the way like Fiji scored a try and then like Irish people will be clapping Yeah, whereas like, like in, well the fo- done. in the football I guarantee you not one Irish person clapped when Denmark scored a goal oh, definitely not despite how good the goals were as well despite how good the goals were yeah but uh, look it was actually a great night uh, afterwards we left and went to Searson's on Baggett Street as well Yeah, which was actually quite rammed but then when we actually got out to the back smoking area it was actually grand wasn't yeah, it yeah that's where we met, like... Uh, a few people from yeah, my work. Ross's future wife and uh, a couple of other people from Jemison. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't know you didn't deny that now. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> so then we went and uh, had a few points there. Uh, I had a point again that was like, I had such a massive head in it, but the queue was so big, I wasn't going to, like, give it back either. Yeah. But, like, I made sure I always took that point and they gave the, po- the, the better point to someone else because you should always take the worst yourself shouldn't you yeah 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 I think that's the way it should be well no like you well like whether you agree on that is like your own thing but I know you definitely yeah. take the worst yeah 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 and then you know even today we were having a cup of coffee and I was like Barry handed me the cup and I could tell him like, like he actually handed me the better cup and I was like you're only handing me that because it's the better cup give me the other one All right. yeah yeah but uh, I even it was actually funny because at one stage I went to get a drink for myself and Barry and I was also getting everyone whiskeys and I got Barry a whiskey even though I know he doesn't like, well, not that he doesn't like, he, just, he wouldn't want the whiskey anyway. The straight but, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I got it from him, and then I was like, oh, there you go. But he was like, he then gave it back to me. But <laughs> in fairness, if there's five people there, if I came out with four whiskeys, that would have been such a dickhead thing to do. So I had to buy him whiskey, even though yeah. he didn't want it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was cool, like, meeting people from your work. Like, mm. we we're, were, like, well on our way after once yeah. we left early. I, I think, at that stage, we were probably about eight points and two whiskeys deep. Probably, yeah. yeah. So it was it was fairly fairly loose. And then we went to Bar Rua. Yeah. Do we get a taxi there? Yeah, yeah we, we did, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got a taxi That's there. Clarendon Street, isn't it? Just off Georgia Street. Yeah, around, around, near, near the end of that area. Yeah, near like South William Street, around the end there. Yeah. So we went to Bar Rua there, and I suppose we just had more points there, yeah. didn't we? Uh, I got, I, like, it gets a bit hazy there. Yeah, you would, you would have seen some of the stuff we put up on our Snapchat or Instagram. Like, uh, yeah. there was a guy just playing guitar... I got up and sang with him one stage. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah, for yeah, ages. Did, no yeah. wonder, no wonder I couldn't go to work on Sunday. My voice is completely gone. Yeah, don't know how it's all right today. It was, uh, you were loving it. No, they were playing. He was playing some really good songs. It wasn't like trad music. It was more like he played like, like teenage yeah. dirtbag or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, and then like Ed Sheeran stuff. Yeah. that was that was really good. And by the way, like me and Christine, like she was actually like so sound, and like like 
I actually haven't seen you happier with like another girl like that. I think it's because she's sort of like. She's like a, she's a buzzer. Yeah, she's sort of like a not like a lad, but she's sort of like yeah, a buzzer. Like the way she had like the Ireland jersey on, the Ireland hat on, and like she was there just bantering off what was going on. And yeah, and then she says very. Yeah, no, it was just it was cool to meet someone that makes you happy like that as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, bar, bar Pete. Well, bar people like how would Pete not make you happy? Yeah, yeah. By yeah. the way, Pete has his own Instagram page now. If you want to check it out, yeah, P underscore the underscore pug. Yeah, it's. It's going viral already. Yeah, yeah, people are loving it. Yeah. Woof woof. Yeah. No, yeah, but the thing is, right, when we were at the Irish rugby match, right, um, I left and I had about a 30 cent battery in my phone, went to the match, obviously phone died. No signal in the, in the stadium, by the way. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah. Vodafone sp- sponsors the rugby team. Three sponsors the football, football team. team. Yeah. And there's not a hint of signal in the place. And Zero. the girl sit beside us with me or and she was like, oh yeah, I have signal. That, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so, people want to put up their photos in the stadium. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? What is like? What are they doing? They need to get some sort of internet booster in the stadium. Like, there you go, lads. They need to sort that out anyway. Yeah. That's like being sponsored by Guinness and not having a point of Guinness in the stadium. Yeah, it's been like alcohol-free event, lads. Yeah, and then everyone what? leaves. Yeah, yeah, but um, right. When we went to Barrio, like I needed to charge my phone. My phone was like absolutely brown bread, and I was meant to meet Camilla, right? And then, like, I was. I think she thought we were meant to meet probably around like half seven, eight. But like, cause I had no battery, I didn't know what was going on. And then by the time it like like what what time was it about like half nine ten? Yeah, which it felt like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it felt it was very long. Um, like she arrived and she was absolutely freaked that like I hadn't texted her, but like I, I was like I. In fairness, you got my phone to text her one stage, so like you you made the effort. Yeah, but yeah. she was like I was waiting for you, and I was like, first of all, I don't like having anyone wait for me. That's why I've been like not minding being single for so long because it's just sort of like you don't have to like. Upset yeah, someone. On someone yeah, yeah, but like you don't have to like upset someone or not upset them, and you just don't have that worry about it in the back of your mind. And also the fact that she's moving away. Last thing I want to do was like fall out or in any sort of way. But like, yeah, when she arrived, she was not happy. <laughs> like she was not happy, and I was like, yeah, oh. but she was she was grand later on. No, no, she was fine then. Once she was there with her, one of her girlfriends. Once, once you told a shit joke and she laughed, it was grand. Yeah, no, but then once she sat down and started talking to Christine and yourself, then she was like totally like fine about it. And like, like it was funny. Like every time, like I went for a cigarette with Christine, I'd be like hyping you up to her, and then like you'd be hyping Camille up to, to, for me. And then like it was just it was sort of funny. It was actually sort of funny. But man, I don't have anything bad to say about you. Yeah, anything but, I do, I just moan to you about you. Yeah, but I like I didn't know what you were saying because you were like semi falling asleep and also going up singing as well. I think I was wearing earring at one stage. Yeah, you actually were. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah, uh, were, yeah. absolutely deranged. But like, yeah. sure look, you, like if you can't go out and get have a few drinks after the Ireland game, when can you? Yeah, no, but it was it was cool to have them sort of like mingling and yeah. being around each other. Although like I don't know what's gonna happen now once Camilla goes back to Brazil for a few months, but like just see what happens that really in the future, really. Yeah. Well, look, you're happy at the moment, and that's all that matters. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the most important yeah. thing, really. Like, but like, uh, I like both. I like the way the both the both of them like like the way we're like so ambitious to make sure that this show grows loads and yeah. Because you actually told me that was like very attractive yeah. today, and I was a bit like yeah. But obviously that'd be. I know, yeah, but like I don't really like. I, I so sometimes I just see like this is what we do. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't be like. I don't see it as ambitious because like I I just see it happening if you, if that makes sense. Yeah. As in like I'm just like that's. Like obviously it's very good, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it for like two years if I thought it was terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense. yeah. But the main thing is like that, like why I like push this and make sure that everything's going well is because like first of all we're out here to like, like, not just like encourage people and not be like cringy about it, but like we want people to sort of like first of all enjoy the content first and foremost. Second of all, 
We want to make sure that like we bring like enjoyment into people's lives, whether it's like going to work or in the gym or whatever you're doing that you enjoy doing. Like if we want, we want to. Yeah, but we have to make sure we have a laugh as yeah, well. We That's wanna, very important. We want to make your day. We like creating funny stuff. We like make, like making people feel like it, bringing enjoyment into your life. Now, certain people actually really do enjoy it, and that's why, like, for instance, even all the feedback we got for the t-shirts. Yeah, that's like, why we're giving out the t-shirts, to, like, yeah. give people, like, a token of yeah. us that, yeah. like, they want because they've supported us for so long. Yeah. And they deserve it as well. Yeah. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. And it's just sort of, like, it's not, like, scary, but it's just sort of, like, it's, like, what's next? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just getting better and better, but it's, it's actual definite direction is so unclear and not in a, not in a ba- bad way like we know what we're doing from week to week but who knows like what's going to come out of the woodwork yeah. that could you know change the way we do things yeah. or yeah, it's, it's it's crazy just how one week we be doing so, like just the way New York went even you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like we didn't know we were going to be standing hanging around with all the fighters the entire time but no. then it just sort of happened we didn't know we were going to UFC champion after party but then it just happened so yeah. like these things sort of like, I feel like they happen, but I feel like we sort of make them happen as much as they just happen for us as well. I feel like we play into the factors that make these things happen as well. Yeah, but if you're constantly putting out positive energy and like yeah. st- stuff people like, like good things are going to come back to you. Yeah. Like that, that's just like 100% true. Now like, the, th- the thing is, I think if like our whole following was just Irish, we probably would have got some result back quicker. Yeah. I think it's because like, because of the internet our the, our audience like people, is, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. It's just because our like target, our, like not like our audience. As much as like we push a load of Irish stuff and Irish fighting and like rugby and football, the UFC audience that we have is after like creating our audience so global that like it's not. It's almost not a good idea for like people who sell lawnmowers in Dublin to sponsor us because like I mean, the I mean, that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to find a, a proper niche and we actually don't have any sponsors at all by the way if you actually think that we get sponsored for this stuff like this is just totally no. off our own back no in fairness we get gifted things at times and that's yeah. that's real nice people send us stuff yeah. uh, and like we love when that happens as well because yeah. it's always nice to try out new products as well yeah. and like we love when that happens yeah. but uh, yeah we have no financial backing whatsoever it's completely off our own back so it's uh, I, I'm quite proud of where we come from and what we've done off like little to no money bar our own yeah well, but actually, no things. money from anyone else. Yeah, yeah, no money off anyone else. But that, that's the thing. Like, I was even thinking about it today. Like, say if we were up, offered the opportunity to work in a radio station, right? We'd probably have to put like, not like a, a big filter, but there's probably like certain things that we probably wouldn't be able to talk about. Yeah. And it's sort of like, I love the way that in, on a podcast, the way we're just like totally open and honest, and like maybe people don't want to hear about our sort of dating stuff or like, like why would you want to hear it? But I mean, like it, it's more like. It's more like you get to know us more, and it's just more yeah. like we're trying to tell you the points of like where we're coming from from each thing that we're bringing up. Like for instance, uh, like even like uh, the stuff about depression or social anxiety, all that sort of stuff. Like where it sort of originates, like and how like if someone else listens to the show as well and feels that as well, they don't feel like alone in the world, and then yeah. they can sort of look at us and be like, look. They well sometimes we aka me have to deal with that, but like I'm still trying to put out positive positive energy into the world. That like it's it's the truthfulness is what I think people are really connecting with the show on a yeah. on a different level that I never thought was actually possible until we 
first met the three girls in New York that were like actual quote unquote fans of the show. Yeah, I still hate that. Someone, someone wrote that in the t-shirt. Yeah. This day. They were like, oh, it's real nice the way you interact with your fans or you connect back to your fans. It's just real like, I'm doing like investing in the people who are invested in us that like, I don't call, like I, yeah. I never want to call them fans because like, I think calling someone else your fan would then put us on a pedestal yeah. and we're not actually on a pedestal. Yes, I think what we, we, are, we are very good at what we do. Yes, I think me and Barry have like a friendship and a connection on the podcast that is very hard to replicate. You yeah. have to throw two people together and make that happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we are not any better than anyone else. Yeah. We've just decided to do something. We're very passionate about doing it and we also try our very hardest to make it as successful as possible and I personally think we do a very good job at it. Yeah. Um, in terms of what you're saying about the radio, yeah, look, I, I, I'd love to be on the radio. I think it'd be fantastic but like, to have to do like, you know, an advert read and then discuss things that like, I've no interest in and stuff like that. AKA the Kardashians. Uh, yeah, like, I don't really care about the Kardashians. Yeah, or like, if I I've actually, like, I've never actually watched an episode of that. I've seen stuff like May and Chelsea, The Only Way is Essex. I've seen stuff like that, but I've never ever watched like a full episode of the Kardashians. I've never seen one or two, but like, they're so like, uncontent fulfilling. It's where like, Kim's pregnant again. They're like, That's oh my God, I have like 600 million followers on the internet. Oh, my life's Oh so my hard. God, did you see Kanye's latest selfie? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just like, here, look, no one gives a rat or be like, Kim, did you see Sarah sold a story about you to the OK magazine? It's like, oh, here, look. Yeah. No one cares, but... Um, like, it's really hard It's really hard to pinpoint what can actually bring us onto another level. Yeah. But, like... I don't, like, I actually, I don't even know. Like, like we think about it sometimes ourselves, but, yeah. I mean, like, we're just going to keep going, keep mm. growing. And, like, yeah. yeah, and, like... Like, it's funny, like, we make sure, like... Like, like I've told Camilla a couple of times, like, I had, had to watch a match... That's why I couldn't be out, and it, it was sort of like it seems. It, like sounds, such, it sounds like such a like lie, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like, like such a lie. It's, it's a bit like I had to go back and watch the UFC fights because, like, I have to, I have to watch them. I have to have seen them. Yeah, I, can't, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't be like, yeah. And uh, <laughs> George St. Pierre beat Michael Bisming in the main event in New York. By submission, <laughs> you know what I mean. You can't, you can't, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like people know when you're lying. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. I, you can't lie to them. Yeah. It's um yeah, it is what yeah. it is, and you have to you like we have to make sure we see the content. And like, if I miss the football during the day, I have to make sure I record match of the day and at least watch match of the day to like know the results, yeah. see what happened. Yeah. You know, get an eye yeah. in on it. Yeah, like even for instance, like I know I'm gonna lie. Like next month is gonna be like is like like I'm sort of like afraid of what's gonna happen because of the job situation, because like of what like like what I have going on now. Life is pretty good, and then like Camilla's gone away, and then it's just gonna be like, all right, what's going on? I don't, yeah. like I, like it. I'm walking into the unknown is very scary for anyone. But like, realistically, the people that are listening to the show are gonna find out. So it's sort of like this is all being basically documented. But I mean, yeah. like, like I know everything's gonna work out with what we're doing. Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid of that at all. Like, cause it's like it's gonna. And like, if we don't have the ambition that's gonna. Like even when we started, people were probably saying stuff behind our backs, being like, "Stay them lads, what do they think they're doing." But now that we're like building up this loyal, like energized audience, yeah, that is just sort of like you can't even be like the content's not good because it is. Yeah, but even even like down to the pictures, like we make sure we use like a right picture on Instagram yeah. and like make sure that it's like sort of that even when it's like a fine one, like like as much as like I I love fights like um. Damien Brown fought Camacho at UFC Sydney this this week and it was an absolute brawl. It was an absolute war. But like 
we don't put up like a massive bloody photo a lot no. of the time because it's just like people who like the football and follow our stuff and maybe don't like the, yeah, the MMA it. side to it like they don't particularly want to see that so like we're careful at picking our, our photos as well so it's just it's just something that's important to us and there's yeah. a lot of thought that goes into yeah. each and every each and every moment that we use like and then you know you have to debate like whether which is going to be our post to put out the podcast and stuff like that and all these things are really important and yeah. people probably don't realise it until yeah. now that we're telling you this and uh, I must say for me personally it's great to have Barry because Barry's actually really good at the Instagram and he's really good at making sure the content goes up at the right time and like he gives out to me because I get it wrong sometimes yeah. and I'm like and sometimes I get slightly annoyed because I'm like, he's actually right though. So like, yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, but it's, not, it's bigger than what. Oh, no, 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 no. I know it is. No, yeah. no, but like sometimes I get annoyed, but I only get annoyed because you're right. Yeah. But if you're told you're wrong, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, but I don't, like, I don't like saying yeah, it. Yeah, I know, you, yeah, you know? but yeah, but like, I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, but, it has, yeah, but it has to be said. Yeah, you know I, mean? like, I know, yeah, yeah, I know, you wouldn't yeah. call me out on it unless you cared. So, yeah, like, exactly. Tramp. Yeah, if you didn't exactly. care, you wouldn't say a word to me. You'd be like, don't mind that idiot. So it's Grant. But I'm just letting you know, like, at times, like, you know, Barry might give out to me over or something, but like that's important because it shows you care. And yeah. at the end of the day, like as much as we're best friends, we're never gonna fall fall out properly over. It. But no, like, no, yeah, but like <laughs> he is gonna have to give out to me sometimes because like I'm not as good as him at doing it, or I'm not as like reliable. It's because my work times are less regular as well. That it's hard. Like yeah. I'm only have like a 15 minute window, and then trying to get it all done in 15 minutes sometimes isn't always feasible. So yeah, it is important, and Barry's actually brilliant at it, and like. I'd say Barry is like the driving force of us doing it, and like no, no, we're both. Yeah, but yeah, like, well, it, all right, we, we, you can say we both are, but like I think it's important for me to let the people who listen know that you work extraordinarily hard at it. I'm not saying I don't, but I think you work very hard at it. I think it should be noted. Oh no, yeah, well, I 100 do work hard in this, but I'm like, if this is gonna fail, I want this to be my fault, not your fault, like because like yeah, but luckily it's not gonna fail. So it's no, grand. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, but like if it, like. Back when we were first starting, we didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah. I remember we got this photograph with like uh, just like a couple of like well-known people online, and I didn't know how internet, like social media worked because I never really posted anything on my own page. Yeah. And then like we put the photograph up, but I thought this was gonna get like two hundred thousand likes or some yeah. like like something astronomical. And it was sitting there with like seven likes, and I was just like, I was like refreshing. I was like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? But then like when yeah. you learn the way using locations, tagging, hashtags, what time you put it up at how it changes the whole landscape of the picture and it's everything a, it's a bit like we met Gary, Va- Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. I was like YouTube completely amazing yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a bit like listen to the video back and go the sound quality is dreadful Yeah. Uh, we, we, that video is actually originally a half an hour long video and I think it's now condensed into a 19 minute video one of the lads listened to it and it was like here lads you have to actually cut the first 10 minutes off that because yeah. like, all you can hear is the spoons in the background yeah. but, uh, I still can't believe Gary V was on our show yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. if you don't know him check him out he's like the most ultimate of social media people and like he actually came out with a shoe at his own shoe there the other week last week with K-Swiss and he's, it was actually his birthday as well so a belated birthday Gary yeah happy birthday Gary yeah we know you're not listening because you don't like MMA or football or Energized well actually you do you have the t-shirt and yeah. so, does, so does the cameraman D-Rock <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk has an Energized t-shirt I heard he sleeps in it yeah See that's the thing with the show We just like push the limits Yeah And like I, th- I think like The way stuff is sort of going on in Ireland now Like it's Because Ireland only has like Less than what Like 5 million people living in it Yeah That like Like things have to be so politically done To have certain people on a show At certain times Where like Like what we're doing is Like Basically Hasn't been done yet in Ireland Trying to like Get onto a radio show mm. And it's sort of like like I don't know I don't even know what to explain it it's sort of like it's, it's 
there's no no one else has done it before to kick in the door for other people to follow lead. But I feel like what we're doing, we're like going to be opening up doors for like younger generations of people that have the power to create uh, like their own like loyal following yeah, their, own, their own brand their, their own, own brand yeah. like this was just basically maybe if we had got given a show after having 2,000 Instagram followers we probably would have just taken the foot off the gas but yeah. now like it's becoming its own entity mm. and people are yeah, asking well, for t-shirts and merchandise yeah, and yeah we're also we're also more like sort of um, protective over it as well oh, as opposed geez, to like yeah. as in like as in like I'll be very like oh no and like you can always tell when someone's like looking for a plug off you for nothing and like, <laughs> you're just like Nah, you're actually alright. Um, but you know what's crazy, right? Barry always writes down what's going to be on the show each week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the last 20 minutes, we've just been talking about like what we've been up to and how we feel about the show. And like, Barry hasn't written that down that once. No. So, like, no, I'm actually that. very impressed that, like, uh, like, how unplanned that this was whatsoever. And then, like, it's just like one of my favorite podcasts because it's given people a lot of insights that they yeah. probably don't know about. Us and how we run the show. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, like, you see, the thing is, as the as the page grows more and more, anytime I have to talk into the camera, I get like nervous. I'm sort of like, oh shit, like, yeah, yeah it's like, like bollocks, there's another two hundred people looking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine having to get up on stage in front of no, another two hundred people. No, you just be like, no man, oh bollocks. It's just, it's just, it actually, I'm sort of like. I'm like Ross Meat is a bit idle, and I was like, oh my god, I stuttered, but I was like, I can't do it again. Like, because, and then I was like, yeah, Ireland didn't make the Euros. And then my cousin texted me and I'm like, it's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. And I was like, bollocks. Yeah, and then you have to do it again. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I actually just left it there. I was like, it's fine. I was like, <laughs> people will know. It's got, it's got, it's got the World Cup is in Russia. Like, that's why I was thinking Europe. Yeah. Like Euros. If the, World, if the World Cup is in China, I'd be like, the World Cup. The World Cup. I blame Russia. Yeah, yeah. And Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> Right, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what else to say, so I think we yeah, should move it on. Yeah, I think, I think we need to move on to the football. Okay, so, Ross Cowell, what you make of the show so far? Best show ever. <laughs> I've never said that before as well. You've never said that before, so it Except must be. the last show. <laughs> oh my God. Right, so what's, what's, what's the scale on the football this week? Where, where are we starting? Are we in the Premier League or <coughs> where are we at? I don't know, I'm having a good time doing this one anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to run through the weekend's Premier League results really fast and maybe make a few keynotes on yeah, uh, who, who did what. Who did what. Okay, uh, well, obviously the first game over the weekend was Arsenal beating Tottenham Hotspurs 2-0 at home. Massive uh, North London derby. Yeah, what do you make of the result of this one? Um, Arsenal sort of have Spurs' number when it comes to this uh, North London derby, don't they? Yeah. Uh, even though Spurs, You said that last week. Yeah, even though Spurs have sort of been the better... Side of the last two years over the course of the Premier League, yeah. Um, but Arsenal seem to still have their number, and players like Ozil and players like Sanchez really got up for the game. And yeah, Mustafi first game back in two months scored a header as well. Yeah. Um, I think he's very important for them. Very important, and also it really was a telling sign seeing the seventy fifth minute that Deli Ali and Kane were both taken yeah, off. When I when I heard when I heard that, yeah, I, I just could not believe it. Taking they're. Definitely, they're two most valuable players. Anyway. Yeah, oh no, hundred percent, and their biggest goal threats between, yeah. between those two and Ericsson. and it's just sort of and their head, like, their head was like yeah, so but, down. Yeah, but it it was like Pochettino surrendering. Yeah, it, it was like they got the white flag out and went, "I oh, know Arsenal are better." Like I would be disgusted if Man United were playing Man City, and we were losing five nil, and they were like, "Pogba, Lukaku, Ibrahimovic, come off." And Fellaini. Yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> it's just like. You, you you don't do that no matter what yeah. it's uh you, you don't surrender to your 
biggest enemy. rival. Yeah. Your, your enemy, yeah. So, biggest enemy. Um, yeah. Great win for Wenger. Um, Wenger in. Wenger in. And terrible loss for Spurs, really. Losing 2 0 is not very good for them at all. Uh, it really shows that they miss uh, Alderweireld, or however yeah. you say his name. Yeah, Toby Alderweireld, uh, yeah. And, like, I think they're actually going to really struggle without him because I don't think Sanchez, uh, Davidson Sanchez, and Vertongan are near as good as. I think I think Fatonga's like taken a step off off the off the gas in the mm. last couple of years. Like he was probably one of the best about two, if not three years ago. Yeah. And now he just like he do you know what he does? He does a load of like diving and stuff, almost like drugba. Yeah. Right back, yeah, and it was just real like, man, you're meant to be hard as nails at the back. Yeah. You can't be like like a, a like a leaf in the yeah, winds just like, like flopping like everywhere. I think I think you're going from having like a Belgium starting centre half. Uh, as well as uh, Spurs are in centre half who are two of the best defence in the world yeah. they now having Sanchez who doesn't have much Premier League experience and you're left with the worst worst of the two Belgian defenders yeah, yeah. and like he's like much noticeably worse as well I think Sanchez is actually he's good yeah. it's just, and he has all the attributes like yeah, big fast and strong yeah. I just think he's a bit wild yeah. Like whereas like Eric Bailey sort of was last year but not but he just seems like more of a wild ver- wilder yeah. version of Eric Bailey yeah which is quite well yeah but he's, yeah, he's still good though yeah. still. no he's good no he's a good defender but uh, look they they left a lot of three on three as well and when you have three on three against Sanchez Ozil and Lacazette you, you know what I mean it's very dodgy yeah so yeah fair play to Arsenal great win for Wenger yeah. shows he still has a bit of tactics to him yeah also we should give a shout out to Liverpool winning 3-0 over the weekend and Mohamed Salah yeah. AKA, AKA Chicken Tikka Masala <laughs> with two very, very good goals. That left footed goal was what he both edge of, of the box finesse bang very FIFA 2014. Yeah, uh, he really buried it. He's absolutely on fire. His yeah. pace is electric at yeah. the moment. He, he's one of the best players in the Premier League at the moment, hands down. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, look, he's an absolute incredible talent, and they put the Liverpool B team to the sword, aka Southampton. <laughs> Three 0 That was a great. That was a great win. Yeah. Uh, also, over the weekend, I, I was I was watching Chelsea. Right, they won four. Chelsea won four 0 away to West Brom. Right, yeah. and we will bring on Tony Pulis getting the chop. But Eden Hazard looks to be like back in action. Yeah, but he, he does that though. He'll come back for two or three games. He'll set the world on fire, and then he sort of disappears off and then again. Yeah, but I, he sort of has this touch of class that just. Oh like, yeah. That. It's just like not messy. He's obviously not messy, but it's like messy. Yeah, but I feel I feel like people are so like wanting to put him into that bracket, as in like he's been putting that bracket before. Has been like he's been like the Ronaldo, Messi, and then like Hazard's in the next level. Okay, I just for me his level of consistency isn't high enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when he turns it on, he's world class, yeah. beautiful to watch. Yeah, and obviously Alvaro Morata scored again, and your mate Marcus Alonso scored at the back yeah. post. This is something about Marcus Alonso I've always liked, but in fairness, I actually think he's been a bit quiet this year. But then again, he scored there at the weekend, so what more can you say? He's got a good few goals this year, actually. Has he? Yeah. Already? All right, fair enough. <laughs> he scored a free kick, actually. I saw <coughs> that was actually very good. Yeah. Uh, also, Manchester City beat Leicester 2 0 away. Uh, Gabriel Jesus scoring again, and Kevin De Bruyne. With a world. Kevin De Bruyne scored like such a brilliant goal. Like, on the was, bad foot. Yeah, on a counter attack. Fainted. Fainted from the right back into the left and swung one in top corner, like in off the bar. Sort of like Christian Eriksen's first goal against Ireland there last week. But yeah. uh, I think Kevin De Bruyne is just taking his game to another level. That like he, he, I think he's definitely in the top ten best players in the world right now. Oh, definitely. I don't know. I don't know about top five because that's really really debatable. But like he'd be definitely in in for around me, that as well. For me, for me, I'd probably have him top five at the moment. 
Because I just think he's he's doing so good. And with Man City, he has so many weapons at his disposal. As in, like, not only can he carry the ball himself and yeah. have a shot and score from long range, but he's also such a slick pass for the ball. Oh. He has Leroy Sané. He has Jesus. He has Aguero. Sterling's playing great this year. He, he had David Silva is an absolute magician still. There's just so many options at Man City to give the ball to. <laughs> and they're just all so good. And they're all so good at finding each other and then finding the net. They just keep on scoring an awful lot of goals on a regular basis. And they're, I hate to say it, they're by far the best team in the Premier League and probably the best <laughs> team to watch. They're probably one of the smallest teams as well, if you think about it. Yeah, I, like I think if they can play the football in the Premier League in the Champions League, yeah. they'll be very interesting to yeah. watch. No, they're playing some unbelievable football. Yeah. And it is, like, obviously it's like not good for us to support Man you're yeah. watching them play, like, but like... They're, they're, they're sort of playing good enough that you're just like... You, you, you it, doesn't matter, they're, they're, it doesn't matter the Man City. Yeah. They're, they're playing such beautiful football. It's incredible. Yeah, but the thing is, don't forget, now, them playing so well is almost making Man U have to step oh, up the level yeah, as well. 100%. You know what I mean? It's actually reminiscent of the time when Ireland got spanked 6-1 by Germany. I was just watching going, that German football team is so good. Uh, I was just like, I was amazed by the class of it. Classy. Yeah. Um, speaking about class, Manchester United winning 4-1 against Newcastle. And before we get into the game, the Lion is back. Yeah, Zlatan even. He did a roar before a game on the pitch. Yeah, actually, yeah, he actually did. Yeah. <laughs> did he, what I, a character to bring back! First of all, for Man U, and second yeah. of all, for the Premier League itself yeah. and the Champions League. Yeah, I just like I watched a post game interview as well. Him and Pogba were there, and they're just like bantering off each other, and like or yeah. Zlatan was to give Pogba the man the match award. He's like, I'll keep it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just so entertaining. It's just frightening. Yeah. Um, go on, talk about a bit about the game anyway. Uh, Okay, you know it actually went down one 0 We were actually we were at the Ireland match. We we're like, oh my god! And then like, then we look at half time. Martial scoring and Smalling scoring for half time, which probably just killed off Newcastle. Really, yeah. Actually, one of the lads actually was texting us the scores, and because his signal so crap in the Aviva, one of the lads was texting saying two one, and like I was there five minutes going. You you were getting the drinks inside. I was like, to who? Yeah, to who? To who? Yeah, yeah. Also, Pogba scoring a goal, like a great assist from Rashford. Um, and then obviously Lukaku back amongst the goals it was actually brilliant to see the United starting lineup yeah. with Pogba and Madic starting together which is like world class one of the best midfields yeah. in the world definitely yeah. especially especially for a duo then Madic was in front with the pace of Martial and Rashford on the wings and then up front with Lukaku like that's definitely that's definitely one of the top five best mm. starting and lineups. then Young and Valencia on a wing back very attacking yeah, I'm not overly mad on Young. I feel like like mm. I'd much rather to balance it out, put a left back. But like if if someone's doing a good job, then mm. keep him there. He was actually sort of caught out for the Gale goal as well. Yeah, but so was Lindelof. I feel like yeah. Lindelof should just not be there anymore. Like you can't just keep giving away these chances and then be like, oh, you're starting again. Maybe in the next League Cup match, bring him on, start again. It's just uh, like obviously I don't want to write him off, but like he's definitely done the worst of any player I've seen in a while play for Man U and still be getting in. Yeah, well, obviously Mourinho must see something in him, and in fairness, Mourinho's very like much on the defensive side, so he must he must do well in training and just be having unfortunate mistakes because there's no way, like Phil Jones is available, uh, Boy's available, Rojo was on the bench. You know what I mean? There's no way he was like actually. But, yeah, but Lindelof has been the most consistently fit. who's not playing because mm, Jones got injured yeah. playing for England. Uh, I don't know, Boyle, I don't think Boyle was on the bench, and Rojo's only have to come back yeah. from injury as well. Yeah. Look, so, no, no, so Lindelof yeah, would probably be like, here, I'm due again. In fairness, in fairness Lindelof's been absolutely muck for United, but I'm just yeah. so like, 
B-good though. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really see it happening. Although, you know what? Now Zlatan's like back fully fit and he's Swedish as well and he might have like a bit of Swedish compatriotism and it might, might help him. And in fairness, he probably, he's going to have to defend against Zlatan so he's going to have to learn how to do that. Yeah, no, but my point is Lindelof's been like defending consistently for United in training against the likes of Martial, Rashford, Lukaku, Pogba. I mean, like, if you can't develop around them lads, who's going to develop against them? Yeah, but Zlatan might put the arm around them. Hopefully, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, like, in fairness, Zlatan must be one of his idols. Definitely, yeah. Like, it's so good. It's so good to see Zlatan back. He's just yeah. such a leader. Like, even if you look at people's, like, Instagram stories for Man U, like, they're all, like, buzzing in the change room and after. It's actually yeah. pretty cool looking. Yeah, um, before, I, th- I think there's not much left Premier League from last weekend that's worth mentioning, but I think we should actually give Burnley a mention. Like, they're sitting there in seventh place at the moment, and they're, like, only the top six ahead of them, but they're also, like, doing quite well in uh, seven places and they're only a point behind sixth place and they won 2-0 against Swansea at the weekend yeah. and Jeff Hendrick and Rob Brady both got an assist so fair play to them that was actually very well done that awesome. must, must be brilliant for uh, Jeff Hendrick and Robbie Brady being like really really best mates yeah. f- and playing for Ireland and playing for Burnley together Yeah, like that's like such a cool life scenario to be in yeah exactly having one of your best mates and play with them also um in terms of Irish people Harry Arthur also scored for Bournemouth and they won 4-0 against Huddersfield when a bit of an onslaught there. Yeah, uh, yeah, and actually, uh, <clears throat> Wilson scored a hat trick there for Bournemouth, and that's his first hat trick since coming back and breaking his leg last year. Yeah, I actually thought his career was actually sort of going to be so over. Right, I thought he was going to have to move like to the championship and like maybe play for an Ipswich sort of thing. And, ne- and never yeah. get a game really. Yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought it was over, but like, oh, I'm just really happy for him because he actually looked like he was going to be a very good prospect when he came into the Premier League. Yeah. He basically got Bournemouth there. Yeah. So, fair play to him. Yeah. Uh, then on Super Sunday, Watford beat West Ham two 0 David Moyes is uh, off Not to a terrible to. start. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Uh, Although Watford are pretty good. That that West Ham team have like the worst defensive record in the league. Uh, they concede the most goals, I think, and it's just yeah, it was not a nice time to play Watford either. No. Uh, also, also, although Watford are after coming off, I think it was two losses mm. in a row, if not three, but they were playing yeah. like the big dogs. Yeah. Also, uh, Palace drew two all with Everton. Uh, a manager's Everton as well, which is uh, interesting. For no particular other reason than that, uh, relegation battle game really. Uh, yeah, your man Nias scored again. Yeah, he did. He also won a penalty as well that Baines took. Yeah. And Zaha scored for uh, Palace. I love Zaha. Yeah, your mate Zaha. And then uh, we actually watched uh, <laughs> Brighton versus Stoke tonight, uh, and the two all. And it wasn't actually the highest quality of football game at all, was it? No, it really wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. What happened, your man? Tuba a Chopu Moting yeah he scored and then Brighton got an equaliser and then Stoke like scored two seconds later uh, Zuma scored and then some fella scored for Brighton I can't even remember his name it was a stupid name but uh, is it Quero is it Quero yeah and then like he didn't even celebrate afterwards it was a, he looked like disappointed or something he looked like he lost the bet yeah he probably, he probably <laughs> betted on himself not scoring yeah uh, but that was, that was that for that weekend yeah. Uh, do you want to go the whole way to next week or are we going Champions League now? I think because you love quick fire. We're going to go Champions League. We're going to go. It's a, it's a Champions League week this week, so we're going to go quick fire Group E. Here we go. We're going to kick it off with Spartak Moscow versus Maribor. I'm going to go for Spartak Moscow. No one likes to go to Russia. True, yeah. Uh, Sevilla taking on Liverpool. Draw. What do you think? I think I'll go oh, Liverpool. Yeah, Salah, Salah's on fire. Yeah, yeah. Also, continue score the other day as well. Yeah. Uh, Manchester City are taking on Fire Nord in Group yeah, F. No, City will put four past. That's me, definitely City. And then Napoli taking on Shakhtar Donetsk. Napoli at home. Napoli. Napoli, yeah. Uh, Besiktas versus Porto. 
Besiktas. Besiktas after heavily investing as well. Yeah. Um, and Porto, Porto, I think Porto actually coming last in that group as well. I think, I think so, yeah. And then Monaco versus Red Bull Leipzig, isn't it? I'm going to have to go Monaco because they're actually doing well in the French League. So. Are, yeah. And then in Group H, Apoel taking on Real Madrid. Oh, Apoel, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cristiano's on a drought at the moment. Yeah. Like, he, he needs to play Apoel to score a hat-trick. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But, but away, was, it wouldn't be that ideal. No. Um, yeah, Spurs are winning this group against Dortmund, so this Dortmund's like last chance to actually feature in this group. They're actually last, I think, Dortmund. So I'm going to pick Dortmund. Dortmund to be At home. At Spurs, the way Spurs play against Arsenal, I think Dortmund are going to be. Yeah. Um, okay, then on Wednesday, Group A, CSK the best Moscow. Group. The best group, CSK <laughs> Moscow taking on Benfica. Uh, for me, I'm going to go Benfica. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm going to go CSK Moscow because Benfica lost all their defenders. So I'm going to go Moscow because it's in Russia. It's in Russia, yeah. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking Benfica. Uh, Basel are taking on Man United. I, Man United. I think it's just, it has to be United. I think Ibrahimovic will start that game as well. He hasn't played Champions League in a while. Uh, Anderlecht, in Group B, Anderlecht are taking on Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich yeah. PSG versus Celtic. Jeez, Celtic are going to get romped. PSG are like running the muck, man. Yeah. Like, it's actually it's scary. Be, it's probably going to be a 4-0. I'd love to see PSG versus Man City in like the later rounds. Yeah. Really love to see that. Uh, in Group C, everyone's favourite team, Quarabag, taking on Chelsea. No, Chelsea will win. Chelsea, yeah. And then Atletico Madrid versus Roma. I think Atletico Madrid are struggling a bit. I actually sort of think that'll be a draw. I like Roma. Roma spanked Chelsea 3 0 in the last game, so I was sort of not going to pick against Roma. Yeah, actually. Uh, maybe Roma, actually. Yeah. What do you make the, the transfer rumours of Griezmann thinking about leaving? Um, I think he's well, there was, leaving, was he? Yeah, well, there was transfer rumours and then like he signed a contract extension, wasn't there? So yeah. who, who knows? Like, realistically. It's too early to tell, yeah. We have to sort of wait till January to yeah. find out when the rumours sort of come to oh, fruition. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. They might even try to get people in January. I didn't even yeah. think of that. Uh, group D, Juventus versus Barcelona. Oh, well, uh, Barcelona. Barcelona are too good. Um, they had their way with Juventus the first round, time around, so I think they'll do it again. That'll be a good game, actually, I think. Yeah. Um, I'll go Barcelona as well. And then Sporting versus Olympiacos. Sporting. All day, every day. Yeah, we're not going to get into Europa League because... Um, we only hope the best. Yeah, unless you know to get get end up third, even though we Which, can't. Yeah, we've already qualified. We're not we're not covering that until yeah. the last quarterfinals. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, no point. I doubt anyone listening right now is like, no, do the Europa League, please. Oh yeah, basically we think Arsenal will win and Everton are basically knocked out already, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, There's your Europa League for you. <laughs> yeah, and then here we go. Ross's quick fire Premier League predictions on Friday: West Ham United versus Leicester City. Draw. I think Le- I think Leicester. Jamie Vardy. What do you think? Of, what do you make of Jamie Vardy's wife being in I'm a Celebrity? Get me out of here. I think that's going to be a distraction for him because they have kids together, don't they? And he's probably going to have to like do a lot more stuff at home, looking after the kids while she's off doing that. So therefore, I think he's probably not going to score as well as he normally would. And I actually think that it'll be a draw because like they always eventually have to get a point somewhere. May as well get it at home. Unless you name Frank the Boar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Saturday, Crystal Palace versus Stoke City. No, Crystal Palace. After seeing Stoke tonight, they were very poor against yeah. Brighton. Yeah, I'll go the same. Uh, Manchester United versus Brighton. Has Manchester United have to win that. Yeah. Newcastle versus Watford. Watford. Watford away. Swansea versus Bournemouth. 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 Have to win four now. Tottenham versus West Brom. Tottenham. Tottenham. Liverpool versus Chelsea. Half five. There's a the game. You no, know, I sort of fancy Liverpool for this one. I think Salah's hot at the moment, and I think they're scoring a good few goals and. I don't know, I think it'll be interesting. Although Chelsea looked good against United and we looked terrible against them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're both away in the No, season. Liverpool and Anfield are very hot at the moment. I'm going to go Liverpool. 
it's a loyalty to Liverpool fans. Um, also, be a preferable know, result. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But I think Chelsea. Maybe a two-two draw. Okay. Yeah, two, oh, there'll two, be goals. I think there'll be goals. That's what I think. Yeah, definitely goals. And then on Super Sunday, Spurs taking. Oh, sorry, Southampton taking on Everton half one. Um, that s- smells like a, a draw. one-all draw. Yeah, or something, yeah. uh, two o'clock, Burnley versus Arsenal. I'm gonna go Arsenal. After being Spurs, they have to be riding high. True, yeah. And Although, then, oh, it depends on whether they're way in the Europa League or not. Could affect them, but no, I still think Arsenal. And then Huddersfield taking on Man City. Huddersfield, easy. That sounds like Aaron, Aaron Moy be running amok. That sounds like lambs to the slaughter. Yeah. Uh, that covers all the fixtures for this Spurs weekend. Spurs don't have a game there, no? Don't say Spurs, yeah. I thought, I thought you didn't say Spurs. I did say Spurs, I think. Oh, yeah, who, who are they playing? It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham home to West Brom. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, Tony yeah. Pulis is sacked. All right. I suppose we should do a quick who's getting what job, shouldn't we? Yeah, we definitely should, yeah. Um, so, the Everton job's up for a jo- up for grabs and the only two people room for the job are Marco Silva, the Watford manager, yeah. and Sean Deutsch. Yeah. Me, personally, I think Silva's the only man for that job Same in terms here. of the two of them. Like, Sean Deutsch, great manager, doing wonders for Bernie, but I think he's one of those people. It's a bit like with Moyes at Everton. He's a brilliant Everton manager. Yeah. But, like, he went everywhere else and didn't work out for him. I think Sean Dice is a brilliant Burnley manager. He settled in very well there. He knows all the players there. I think if he went and get, found new surroundings, I don't think the same magic would work again. Um, the only other person who could maybe get the Everton job, I think, if they want to steady the ship just for the year, is give Big Sam the job for the rest of the year. I think that's a good show. Yeah. Like, look at the way West Ham are after taking on mm. Moisey. I think it'd just be a solid appointment from everything. And I say, yeah. I say Sam, Sam... And what about West take... Brom? West Brom, Sam Allardyce could actually be a permanent manager at West Brom. How, how could he not be a permanent manager at Everton though? I just feel like you don't hire Sam Allardyce if you have trying to get you know break the top four top six I, I just feel like Sam Allardyce is absolute steady ship you know slide up to the 12th spot sort of thing I don't see Sam Allardyce you don't try and be like right we're going to contend for the league get Sam Allardyce in Yeah but England got him to be their manager that was his last job going into a World Cup on the field as well on the field as well Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, like now Gareth Southgate's the English manager, so that job isn't, and like part of that, Roy Hodgson was the English manager. It's not, it's not like it's uh, the highest caliber anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the only other per- person is is Randy Airy still available? I'm sure he is. Yeah, like, he could be an Everton manager. That's yeah. be a bad show. Yeah, that actually sounds like a decent show. Yeah. Yeah, and then for the West Brom job, who would you fancy for that? Oh Jesus, I don't know. I feel like Big Sam would be perfect for West Brom. Yeah, because they play like the old school Bolton stuff. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But it's not West Brom looks like a job that you don't really want, doesn't no, it? No, they don't. They, they, like they don't not very good for, squad. Yeah, they, and like I didn't know. Tony Pulis had only won one out of his last a little over twenty games. Yeah. So that's like that's a red flag right there. Yeah, it really is. I, I didn't realize it was that bad. Obviously, they had a very good, strong start to the season last year, and then like had a terrible finish, and then they have a terrible finish or terrible start to this. But. Uh, Best of luck to Tony Pulis in his future endeavours. Looking forward to seeing the, <coughs> the tracksuit and hat. Where? In the championship. Do you know what? Chris Coleman could have been a decent appointment for that role. And now he's after taking uh, Sunderland who are last in the championship. He's probably like, oh, for God's sake. What did he say? He goes, Sunderland was too big of a job to turn down. Yeah. I was like, I think the Wales job is actually a bit better, but yeah. <laughs> it probably is a bit better. Yeah. Well, at the moment, anyway. Yeah, definitely at the moment. Anything else about to say about the football segment, Ross Cadwell? Uh, no, we're just hoping Cristiano Ronaldo ends his uh, goal-scoring drought. That's all I hope for, because he's my hero. He is your hero. 
I feel like I have a lot of them these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. Zaha. Um, okay, we're going to move on to the MMA world of the Energize show. Thank you very much for staying tuned for so far, because uh, very you. It's been brilliant. Yeah. So, over the weekend, UFC Sydney was on. Now, the card itself didn't have many superstars on it. No. But before it all went down, it actually hit the headlines for Fabrizio for Doom. Throwing a boomerang at Colby Covington's face. This is one thing I wanted to cover for you. And he wasn't doing an Instagram story. He was no, he wasn't <laughs> doing an Instagram boomerang. But uh, what is Fabrizio do, uh, for Doom doing? Get even getting involved in this? Is this all over the Brazilian thing? I think it is. Yeah, and I think Colby Covington apparently used a homophobic slur as well. And I don't know, which is actually quite ironic because. Uh, Verdum recently got in hot water over saying a homophobic slur to Tony Ferguson. Yeah. And look, I don't think this is a very good look for Verdum, like picking a fight with Ferguson and then picking a fight with Covington. Like, yeah. Picking fights with the smaller guy. Yeah, that's I the thing, don't, yeah. I don't think it's a very good look for him. But you know what? I don't really like Colby Covington. So I was sort of happy to see him get, um, you know, a boomerang thrown out of his face, right? <laughs> but the only problem is, for me, is that Colby Covington's an MA fighter. He's playing. He's playing the bad guy. Yeah. He's trying to be the most hated guy in MMA. He's doing a very good job at it. Yeah. I'm impressed. I don't even like him, and I know what he's doing. Yeah. And <laughs> the one thing where he messes up here is that he went and pressed charge against Fabrizio <coughs> Verdum. Yeah. Now, right, Verdum should never have done this, right? Yeah. But Covington knew what he was doing, winding him up, and he got what he wanted. He got the reaction. He got the headline. I think pressing charges just makes things awkward for the UFC. Makes things awkward for Verdum, and it gives. Everyone an extra headache that they don't need. So for me, yeah, entertaining storyline. Vadim shouldn't have done it. I don't know why he felt the need to actually even have the altercation with him in the first place. But at the end of the day, I think Covington, I think Covington even more overstepped the line by pressing charges at him because he knew what he was enticing them to do. I think Covington just sort of did because he knows Vadim gets a big payday every 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 fight. Obviously. Yeah, I was about to say gig, but. I don't think Colby Covington's in the upper echelon of people who get like a high wage no, per fight. No, definitely not. So he's probably like, he's probably on what, about 20 and 20. 20 showing yeah. up, 20 winning. Whereas Verdum's getting what, about 100? Matt, man, he's about 400 grand. Yeah, well there we yeah. go. Like. Yeah, Verdum's, Verdum's big money because he would have been on a strike force contract and he yeah. would have come over from a strike force contract and he would have been UFC heavyweight champion. UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah, so like Verdum's big money. Yeah. yeah well, I so. think that's, I think he's like, oh, here, any opportunity to get... Although this all does, again, just put Colby Covington back in people's... thoughts yeah, and conversation. Yeah. yeah, And then he was even, like, having altercations with uh, John Jones yeah. online as yeah, well. Yeah, I th- I, you know what? Colby Covington, like, whatever the line is, Colby Covington's so par- far past it, if you were calling his name, he wouldn't hear you. Yeah. That, yeah, like, he's there saying, like, John Jones, like, doing, like, cheating on his wife and stuff like that on social media and... Uh, saying that like he was mad for doing cocaine he never showered and he smelled <laughs> which like is partially funny at times but also like there's sort of what you'd almost call broco that like if 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 you you know you knew your mate was doing dirt and his missus you don't put a Facebook status about it you know what I mean and like that's basically what he did Um, he's the number one bad guy in MMA at the moment yeah is this getting him closer to a title shot against Tyron Woodley or further away if I had to say, I'd say closer, because I feel like people are dying to see someone like Smash kick, him. yeah, kick Kobe Covington's head in. But at the end of the day, who knows? Because the other sort of breaking news of the week was the rumor of Tyrone Woodley versus Nate Diaz. Yeah, 
this is also something we have to definitely cover. Yeah. Um, I saw that Nate Diaz put like an Instagram up there back training doing a half marathon. Yeah. And that sort of fits in perfectly the way now that the rumours are coming out that he's going to fight Tyrone Woodley. Now, I honestly don't think that that's going to happen. No. But Tyrone Woodley wants the money fights. Yeah. As, as everyone does want the money fights. And who's the biggest name in the welterweight division? Well, Nate Diaz bar him. Really. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. If George St. Pierre is not going to fight him, well, then Nate Diaz is the next biggest name that's available to fight at the moment. And, uh, yeah, even one of Nate Diaz's coach put up, uh, saying, training camp, whatever. Yeah. But they, they did one of these things where you, you put the tweet out or an Instagram out, and then you delete it. But when you delete it, it almost gets more coverage because yeah. it's been like, he deleted it! Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's almost like a game. And... Um, who knows? For me, I don't think the fight's going to happen. I think Nate Diaz has like priced himself out of it. He should look at the money that he got for his last Conor McGregor fight, and then he should look at the money GSP got at UC two seventeen. And why doesn't he just fight for like one and a half million and be like, "That's plenty of money." You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that he's not worth more or he's devaluing himself, but it's a bit like if that's the number UFC are that's the highest UFC are willing to go. Well, at the end of the day, that's one and a half million more than you do have, and not only that, but at the end of the day, when you fight Conor McGregor, that's almost like a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. All your fights aren't going to be yeah, against exactly. Conor McGregor. Does he so, think? I think. I think he thinks that because when he beat McGregor originally, that all the hype he had and it's yeah. like surprise, surprise, motherfucker, yeah. all that stuff is just like he's like he probably, thinks he, he probably thinks he's the A side against yeah. McGregor. Yeah. yeah, he probably does. That's the problem. But um, I feel like I don't know. It depends on what his financial situation. is. If he's fine or whatever, then let him play hardball all he wants. But like at the end of the day. Nate Diaz for a very long time did not earn a lot of money. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. I actually was looking at Nate Diaz's paychecks at one stage going, he needs to either get a manager or fire the manager he has because he's been paid absolutely dreadfully. He was like 17 or 18 fights into the UFC and he was getting paid under 50 grand a fight after winning yeah. with win bonus. So, I don't know what Nate Diaz does with money, but at the end of the day, I think if that Tyron Woodley fight was available for him, he should probably take it. And it's a title fight. Yeah. And it helps with his name as well. And how much would the UFC love to have Nate Diaz with a belt around his waist? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Especially these days. Although, like, I don't think he stands a chance of beating Woodley, but... Uh, I think I think Woodley's, like, too too strong. And yeah. Too good of a wrestler. And he's too... He's too, too in, powerful. In, yeah, way better condition. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you am them bitch tits. Yeah, well, in fairness, <laughs> in fairness, Diaz has cardio for days, but, like, just the power differentiation would be insane. But oh, that, was, yeah. that was supposed to be for the UFC 219 main event. And... We sort of have our two UFC 219 main event, don't we? Yeah. Uh, Holly Holm has been scheduled to face Chris Cyborg for the UFC featherweight women's title. Uh, I don't know if it's confirmed whether this is going to be the main event or something will step above this, yeah. but that's going to be either main or co-main event anyway. What do you think of that? I'm sort of like, I don't know what to expect from Holly Holm versus Chris Cyborg. First mm. of all, it's going to be way easier for Cyborg to make the weight. Yeah. But like... Uh, I think the Holly Holm train has sort of come and gone, but mm. she's sort of getting this fight because she's a name. Yeah, basically what happened with Holly Holm is she went and knocked out with Ronda Rousey, and then yeah. she didn't wait for the Ronda Rousey rematch, which she probably should have done for her own back pocket. Yeah. Fought Misha Tate, lost, lost Misha Tate, then fought Valentina Shushenko, lost Valentina Shushenko, and then went beat Beshko Heia, but with a vicious head kick, but like that fight wasn't that exciting and lost, until... And lost to Durandamy. Oh, yeah. Before then, that. Yeah, she actually lost to Durandamy. Yeah, she went 0-3. But like that Durandi fight was like very controversial and very sort of weird and Durandi kept on like hitting her after the bell yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. it was a bit of a 
people were saying Holly Holm should have won and then people were saying like Durand should have been dock points and then Holly Holm yeah. should have won that way or some people just thought Holly Holm won the fight anyway so um, look I'm very interested to see it because Cyborg is going to be probably fighting someone who's a technically better striker than her but like Cyborg's got so much power that she might just be willing to take a shot from yeah. home to and, give one and Cyborg wasn't that impressive in her last fight as well no but for me on early predicaments I'd pick Cyborg it's no same here yeah I, I think it's like impossible to like go against the machine of Cyborg yeah. I actually like the way we did that segment there the way we did all the news first and now we'll get to the fights I actually think I like that better what that, do you think? It, it, just, it just happened man I know yeah but I actually think I like that going forward what do you think Why not? yeah who cares I'm, as long as I'm having a good time doing it I don't think anyone else really cares well sort of way. That's, that's true yeah <clears throat> yeah also uh, last week we also brought up uh, Jose Allen versus Max Holloway UC oh, yeah. 218 like, I'm pretty sure we went through all that yeah but, um, but your mate Volkan What's he called? Volkan. Volkan Ozdemir. Yeah, but what what was he calling himself? The timeout or something? Oh, no time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Great so, nickname. Yeah, go on. Explain what happened uh, with Volkan. Basically, he got arrested there yesterday for aggravated assault. Apparently, he got in some fight in a bar. So, I think, basically, they were, I think they were looking for UFC 220 to do DC versus Volkan or one of those fights in between there. Yeah. And now, I think they're probably, UFC are probably a bit happier because they can do DC Gus and... That's, to me, that's a fight I'm more interested in seeing, to be honest. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Volkan get another win. I feel like he's getting the title shot because there are no other uh, contenders at like heavyweight, to be honest. What, what, would you put him against who? OSP? Maybe OSP, yeah, because OSP's on a bit of a hot streak at the moment. Yeah. OSP's scheduled to fight Elir Latifi, but who knows? Volkan could be out for a while if this if this, this could keep him out of the cage for a while, to be honest. So, oh, yeah, probably. I'd, well, like, who knows? So we're going to have to like sit tight on Volkan and find out what actually happened and whether he's going to face jail time because really see as a UFC and MMA fighter him beating someone up in a bar probably doesn't look very good no, no, no. So, that is dangerous so I think we should just brush over UFC mm. Sydney this last weekend um, is there any particular fight you want to start on uh, well in fairness there was a massive flying knee by Ty Tuvesa uh, that was actually absolutely devastating. He has this weird like hip tattoos, neat. Yeah. Uh, but he knocked out uh, Rashad Coulter with with this knee, and Tavea is only twenty four, so young, new, exciting heavyweight prospect. Also, Ilwill Brooks lost his third fight in a row to Nick Lentz. He actually won the first round, but then got caught in a guillotine in the second round. So that is really bad news for Ilwill Brooks. Illy Willy. Illy Willy. And then the other, uh, another fight that we were talking about prior to that was Elias Theodore won, which was great. Uh, he won a fairly unanimous decision against Daniel Kelly. And then Jake Matthews won his welterweight debut. He's a very young Australian prospect. I don't think he's even over the age of 23 yet. Your mate Belial Muhammad won. Yeah, beat, yeah. beat the dirty bird, to yeah. means. He actually called out Colby Covington after. Did he? Uh, yeah, but I don't think he's getting that fight. I don't even think he's in the top 15 yet, so I doubt he's going to get the number three ranked welterweight fighter. Um, then Beck Rollins lost. Um, I heard that fight was just so unentertaining, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it didn't didn't really do anything for me. I thought it was like far too highly based on the card. Yeah. And then Fabrizio Verdum won a fairly well one sided but a bit boring uh, decision over Marcin Tabora. Uh, Verdum actually landed some good combos throughout the fight. Got some good uh, left kicks to the body and to the head in, but they were sort of all like partially blocked. But at the end of the day. No real surprise there for Doom got the win and I, I don't really know where he's gonna go next. I think I'd maybe like to see him fight Alexander Volkov. Anyone you you'd like to see him fight next? Um like he was, see, all, all the heavyweights, because they're so sort of older, they've all sort of fought each other as well. Yeah. 
Well, he's never fought Volkov before because he was like the Bellator champ and basically the winner of Overeem and Ngannou was going to fight Stipe next. Yeah. Even though like for the only thing he should get the Stipe fight. There's no way they're not giving it to Ngannou if he can beat Overeem. Yeah. And then... That's one fight I'm dying to see. Yeah. Maybe I'd be interested to see uh, Velasquez for the Umri match if Velasquez is available. Is he ever going to come back? Who knows? Like I feel like I feel like Velasquez is just like a name you can't discuss until he's announced. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's actually a really good fight for Velasquez to come back to because like Verdum isn't going to really like exchange punches really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas like if he's going up against Ginganu, he could like get his head knocked off. Yeah. No, or well, Junior Dos Santos that loves the the box. Yeah, but I think he's still suspended by Usada. So, although that would be a great rematch because uh, Junior Dos Santos actually knocked Verdum out of the UFC. It's like he got him caught. Yeah. Junior Dos Santos showed up on like three weeks' notice. And when they had fought for Doom and then beat him, like and no one knew who Junior Santos was. Yeah, do you think Junior Santos was on the on the gear back then though as well? Well, who knows? Like he he was, <laughs> he, 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 he was my favorite heavyweight for for a, for a good while, and I was just like, I hate to think that like the person you followed the most was on steroids. Yeah, but like that was sort of um, UFC Sydney. Overall, what do you think of it? Uh, for me, fight of the night was Camacho versus Damian Brown. Uh, that was absolute barn burner, but Camacho missed weight by five pounds, so we didn't get the thing. Yeah. Uh, good to see a young heavyweight like Tavea get that flying knee, yeah. makes him an exciting prospect. Yeah, he sort of reminds me a bit of like Mark Hunt, except more yeah. agile. Yeah, no, definitely because he's one of those big sort of yeah. Polynesian yeah, Samoan yeah, yeah, fellas. Yeah, yeah. And then for Doom, I'm glad he won to be honest because like I don't really rate the world that much. So yeah, yeah. really see it was important for for Doom to win. Yeah, there was a huge Brazilian following in yeah. that arena as well. No, definitely. Um, yeah, to be honest, five out of ten card. Yeah. I know it sounds a bit harsh, but there was not really a fight I was excited to see before, realistically. And if we weren't doing the podcast and I was just watching it, I probably would have watched like the highlights somewhere. But that's 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 what we have to do. Yeah. And moving from UFC Sydney, which was a five out of ten card, moving to probably a four out of ten card. Yeah. UFC, UFC Shanghai. Yeah. Um, just looking through the card, there's a lot of there's a lot of like Asian people's names here that like if I actually try to pronounce them, people think you're racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in particular, there's a couple of fights we're gonna look at in the heavyweight division. Chase Sherman is fighting Shamil Abdurakimov. I think I should. Yeah, that that's right. the fellow who fought Derek Lewis in that five round fight. Yeah, yeah, and then Derek Lewis like I'm not saying his name. <laughs> uh, look, I think this is another setup for Chase Sherman. I can't believe he's fighting in Shanghai, low down the card, because he's actually sort of a a bit of a prospect coming up. But uh, the Vanilla Gorilla, we're backing for the win, are we, Barry? Yeah. You can see, you can see, UFC are trying to like get the UFC off the ground in China, can't you? Like yeah. conquer that Asian market. For me, the only other fights that I'm interested in, uh, Muslims. Oh, I don't even know. I'm not going to say. His first name is, yeah, there you go. It's fighting Alex Garcia. Alex Garcia is like a Hector Lombard doppelganger. But Muslim. Say it again? Uh, Muslim Salikov. Yeah, there we go. He actually has a kickboxing record and he has 199 fights and 185 wins, I think it is. So I'm really excited to see him fight. He's 12 and 1 in the UFC and he actually knocked down Melvin Gillard in his last fight. So I'm actually really excited to see him because like, it sounds like he's going to be a very high level striker. I've never seen him fight before, but. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, also, Bruce Leroy's fighting yeah. as well. Against Wang Guan. Yeah. Um, oh, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we got move on to the main event, um, you can see the way the UFC were really hoping that Anderson Silva would be on this card because yeah. how well received he was in Japan yeah. and like Asia itself. Yeah. So I think that they were like, right, Anderson Silva, he's going on this card and then we'll sort out everything else after. Yeah. And now taking him away from the main card... 
and putting in Michael Bisping, I don't really think it does anything for them. I, I don't. Well, I don't think it does anything for the Asian fans, but for a UFC fan, a Gaston versus Amstel fight or a Gaston versus Bisping fight, I think they're quite similar in yeah. uh, like yeah. standard fights. Anyway, yeah. yeah but you remember uh, a while ago, B, um, sorry, BJ Penn was meant to fight, and then he pulled out the card. Oh yeah, the card got cancelled altogether. Yeah, what card was that? I think it was somewhere in Asia as well, wasn't oh, it? I think it was like a Dubai card, was it? I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. because the main name couldn't fight, they pulled the whole card. Yeah. So, on surprise, you can see how much that they were like, no, we need this Asian card going on. Yeah. That they like stuck with it. Yeah. So, moving on to the main event of the evening. Michael Bisping versus Kelvin Gastelum. Ross, what, what are we expecting from this? Because Bisping's only... Just lost. Only just been uh, put to sleep very yeah. recently. Okay, well, let's be honest, right? Bisping didn't take a hell of a lot of a damage against GSP. Not actual physical damage, right? Yeah. Uh, his cardio is always on point. He just trained for a five-round fight three weeks ago against George St. Pierre. Yeah. Um, he's very good takedown defense, and he's got good boxing, right? Okay. So, he's looking quite good for this fight in terms of... He's also going to be the bigger guy. He's also fighting basically another, well, another Welchweight. Kelvin Gastelum, very good boxing. Probably not as good boxing as uh, Michael Bisping. Very good wrestling. Maybe not as good a wrestler as Michael Bisping's takedown defense, and then like submission skills. Yeah, I, I would, like he's got a good rear naked choke. Other than that, I haven't seen much. Although Bisping did lose his last fight by rear naked yeah, choke. Yeah, yeah. However, I think that's the first time Michael Bisping's ever been submitted in the UFC. So, really, see who do I favor the fight? I favor Kelvin Gastelum. I feel he'd be fresher going into the fight. He's younger. He's hungrier. Michael Bisping's already said when the Marshall London card comes round, he's going to retire on that that night. So, like he has one iron retirement. So, I wouldn't be surprised to see. Um, Kelvin Gastelum go in there and beat Michael Bisping but Michael Bisping even though he has one on retirement and I don't mean to use the point yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, he is a dog in a fight isn't he, yeah. he he's, he's never going to be like look what happened with George A. Bear he had to actually put him out to sleep before he like he won't tap so and Michael Bisping going to fight to the last moment and an excellent character for the UFC as well yeah, yeah he is and like fair play to him for stepping up on short notice to save the card yeah. but for me Oh, I'm gonna pick Calvin Gastelum. Who do you have? Um, only because Calvin Gastelum has failed making weight a couple of times, definitely more than once. Yeah, but not a, not middleweight. No, not middleweight because it's way easier for him. Yeah, and the fact that like Michael Bisping is, you can see, he's like trying as hard as to do a lot for the UFC. I have a feeling like he's gonna be like part of the UFC for a long time after. But well, he already does the UFC on Fox Gig. Yeah. He has his own podcast. Michael Bisping's here to stay as long as I think Mike, the only reason why Michael Bisping isn't part of the UFC team is if he opens his mouth too much and says the wrong thing and then they have to get rid of him yeah, I think that's his only outing because yeah. like he has been known to say the wrong thing before yeah. so I think that's the only way he doesn't but like Michael Bisping has a career set for him after he's, yeah. he's always on UFC tonight yeah, and movies and stuff yeah. but I just I just like the way Michael Bisping's story I know he just lost the belt there but like that was such a brilliant story to watch mm. that like hopefully he gets what he deserves and like beats Calvin Gastelum and then Calvin Gastelum moves down the division and yeah. Michael Bisping has a big fight in London to finish off his career really yeah so that's it, but that's an idea in an ideal world now. How many, how often does that ever happen? Never, and the stories are never written until after the fight as well. Yeah, I think George St. Pierre is the only person who has like a Cinderella story in in MMA at the moment. Everyone else, like, I'm they get, oh yeah, so far McGregor. Well, he sort of lost Mayweather in the last fight, sort of thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Okay. As opposed to like, is it like very few people leave on top? Yeah. Oh Jesus. And I feel like when it comes to MMA, very few leave on top because. 
people always feel like they have one more in them. Yeah. And you have that one more in them until you don't. And then when yeah. you don't, it's over. Then it's brown bread. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, that's sort of our take on that. So, uh, yeah, hold on, you never gave a prediction. I did, it's a biz thing. All right, grand. Well, I'm saying Gaston. Yeah. Very us. Uh, very, yeah, yeah, very controversial. Um, uh, also, on Friday, you, uh, Bellator was on in Israel. Do you have anything to say about uh, Bellator? No, the hat won, um, and he's a very like proud Jewish man, so fair play to him. I think he's actually from Israel. I think he actually served in the Israeli army, so I'm sure that was a massive career moment for him winning over there, so fair play to him. Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom. Um, also in the boxing uh, over the weekend on Saturday night, Kyle Frampton won again. Yeah. Paddy Barnes won again, and unfortunately Jamie Connell lost. And I found it funny to see that Canelo Alvarez was actually in Belfast for the event. Yeah, I didn't know that until you said that to me, and I was yeah. like, "Wow, that's pretty incredible." But you know what? Probably because he's ginger and sort of like <laughs> he probably just got away with being there, and people were was like, "What?" I was looking at him, and I was like, "He's sort of my doppelganger," although like. Way more ginger, way better looking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not as good a boxer. Oh, not as good as a boxer, obviously. Oh, that, actually, speaking of Canelo, apparently they're in talks to make Triple G Canelo too. Yeah. Which would be interesting. Also, it wouldn't be like a robbery like last time, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Also, unfortunately, David Hay versus Bellew uh, has been, now cancelled. Yeah. I suppose well, David Hay like slipped. On the Stairmaster. Slipped on the Stairmaster and they're putting it off until New Year. Yeah. And also. Amir Khan was trying to fix his career and now he's on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here with a load of people who are definitely D if not E list celebrities aka Jamie Vardy's wife yeah <laughs> also uh, you know what I, what's called um, Deontay Wilder was on the big brown breakdown I'm actually dying to see him fight Anthony Joshua now yeah I know yeah, yeah. I think supposedly what they're going to do is they're going to both Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder are going to both have one more fight each and yeah. then fight each other yeah I can see that yeah. I can see that happen yeah, yeah I like that Somewhere around summertime, I'd say maybe. Yeah, but I'd like to see them sort of fight on the same night, if that makes sense, and then like sort of on the same card. Maybe I don't see them. I don't think they'll ever do that. Because which one would be the A side? And which one would be? I don't know. Like, or you know, it'd be cool if Wilder went out and fought a heavyweight in the UK, yeah, and then Joshua yeah, yeah. went to fight a heavyweight in America, just to like test the waters for himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd I like to see that. I'd almost agree with that. Yeah, um, probably won't do that now, but I'd like to see that. Yeah, I think that sort of wraps up the. Boxing and MMA chat. Yeah, what you make of it? Anything else to say? Uh, no, um, let's be honest, not overly looking forward to UFC Shanghai this weekend, but I will watch because it's very important that we watch because we're going to have to talk about it. And then, other than that, crazy MMA stuff happens every week, so I like the way we discuss the news on it. Um, other yeah. than that, I think all we have to do now is just talk about the rugby. Yeah, the world of rugby. Um, look, Ireland played Fiji. Uh, we were sort of watching the game. It was sort of a relevant sort game. Sort of watching the game. Well, we, we were watching the game. We're at the game. Uh, we're at the game. Yeah. We were watching it. it was, you know what? It wasn't the best Ireland performance, but it wasn't the, the best Irish shot out either. No, there was a lot of new faces. Uh, a lot of new faces out. Um, Andrew Conway was a man in the match. He actually had a quite good game. Uh, it opened to about the 50th, 60th minute. I sort of turned to Barry and go, no one's really stood out for me. I don't really know who man in the match was. Obviously, Andrew Conway got it. Uh, his first game, I think, for Ireland at fullback. Um, did really well yeah it was a weird game because like obviously Ireland got to what three tries yeah. and missed nearly every kick yeah and Carberry Carl- wasn't good with yeah. the boot yeah and then I think I think once it got to like the 60th minute like everyone sort of looked at the score and they're like Ireland are drawing here what yeah 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 but there was, it got a bit it almost got a bit tense which probably made the game a bit better yeah. that it was like oh shit we don't, we don't have this like in fairness we said we beat South Africa by a record margin last week 38-3 and then we're here against Fiji who are a far weaker side and we're like ooh 
Like, yeah, we're not doing so well. I, I made a big mistake. Remember, they like there was an interception of the yeah. ball, and then Fiji scored a try, and people yeah. were clapping. But I don't think when they realised after that there was twenty all that they were clapping when people were drawing. Yeah, yeah, and like Fiji's hands were fantastic, actually, weren't they? It was actually quite beautiful to watch Fiji very uh, good hands, offload very the ball. Good um, but look, Ireland went out. They got the result in the end. They brought on a few of the big dogs. CJ Stander and the boys came on. Yeah. Um, Luke McGrath also got on. Uh, in Keaton, he kicked the winning uh, penalty, and look, Ireland won. Um, As expected. Yeah, but the thing is, I was sort of watching the game and I realised it wasn't that important because the group stages are done for the next World Cup. The world rankings sort of are what they are, and like it wasn't the first string Ireland side. It was a bit of a, it was, you know what, the, it lacked a bit of intensity in my liking for uh, the friendly, friendliness of the game. It did, yeah. It but, seemed like more of an occasion <laughs> rather yeah. than an actual. International, yeah, it seemed like an exhibition game. It, it? it did, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, look, Ireland got the got the win and solid result. Yeah, uh, the Pro Fourteen, yeah. returns this Friday as well. Uh, Leinster are taking on the Dragons, which is which is sort of awkward because the Saturday Ireland are playing Argentina. So hmm. how does that sort of work out? Well, like obviously, all the Irish players are going to be. Uh, basically, basically, what will happen is Joe Schmidt will have a squad. He'll release the players who he's not going to use for the Argentina game. They go back to Leinster. Someone will be available. It's a good opportunity for uh, Leinster to try out some of their young young players. Like Adam Burns not in the Ireland squad at the moment, so like he'll be playing. Rory O'Loughlin will be playing. Um, yeah, but I feel like the majority of the the Leinster players, the younger Leinster players that played on the weekend there, are probably going to be playing for Leinster this Friday, and then the big dogs will be so. back for Ireland. Potentially so, because like, that's yeah, a bigger game. Yeah, yeah, no, that, no, I think you're right with that. Yeah. Like Andrew Porter started for Ireland there, um, on the weekend, uh, tight head prop. Like he won't be starting against Argentina tight for a long while. Mm. Whether he'll be on the bench or not, that's up yeah, to Joe exactly, Smith. Yeah. If he's not, he'll probably be playing for Leinster on Friday. Yeah, that's just the way it is, and I expect Leinster to win even with all their internationals out as well. Yeah, hopefully we actually get tickets for the game Saturday because yeah. I had a really good time last week. That like, yeah. that I know I'll have a good time <clears> again. No, no, I'm really looking forward to it anyway. Yeah, is there uh, anything else you want to add in before we wrap things up? No, uh, just one last thing. Don't forget about our t-shirt competition. It is really cool. We would like as many entries as we can, but, well, I suppose only enter if you really want a t-shirt. And we're obviously going to get new t-shirts made, so don't worry about size and stuff like that. After we announce the winners, we will ask all their sizes, where they live, and we will make sure everyone gets them that way. Yeah, also, big shout-out to Al Forn, whose birthday was last week. And also, he has a show in the Civic Theatre Tala on Saturday. So, the impression of Sal, you know, well, he does all the comedic voices. So, yeah. hopefully he gets a, turnout, a good turnout as well. Because this is his first proper show. Yeah, um, really hope it goes well for him. Unfortunately, we won't be able to be there. But, um, yeah, I'm really hoping yeah. it goes well for him. Like, really, so you're, you won't be able to get off work unless it's yeah. going to your own match. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is all from us for today. But, guys, as always, stay energized. Ha <laughs> ha!